Welcome to 5-Minute Film Finder, brought to you by Pioneer Library System. Hey, Ben. Hey, Kendall. What does songwriting and running away from the police and the New Zealand wilderness have in common? Uh, I don't know. What? They're both movies we're going to talk about today. Uh. Hello, and welcome to 5-Minute Film Finder. I am Kendall, and I'm joined today by Ben from the Norman Central Branch. Hello. We are both library staff who are film heads, book heads, whatever you guys want to call us. Um, But today, we had the uh, idea to approach you guys and extend our knowledge, extend our choices and our picks that we think that you would enjoy from the streaming service that is Canopy and Hoopla, that are free services through the library that we offer to you, each and every one of you. Um, It is a service that we offer alongside our curbside service, and we have met in the past and have talked about and seen that a lot of people check out books, obviously, from the library, but a huge portion of our circulation is actually films, DVDs, Blu-rays, movies from the movie box. Um, And we think that not enough people know about these free streaming options options that through Canopy and Hoopla can be taken advantage of. So we picked two films today. We came up with a show for you guys where we're going to have five minutes, hence the name, Five Minute Film Finder, five minutes to educate you on this film, to hopefully uh, push you into watching this, um, and then deciding for yourself whether or not we were correct or if our opinions are just right out the window. So the idea is we're going to play a little game for ourselves alongside explaining and suggesting these films to you guys. We have two films for you today. We have five minutes each piece, and the films today we're going to be covering is Hunt for the Wilder People, and Ben, what is the film that you chose? Hearts Beat Loud. Hearts Beat Loud. Okay. Well, we decided beforehand that I'm going to go ahead and start us off. So, when I reach that five-minute timer, my goal is to be under the five minutes of explaining all I have to do, uh, talk about, talking with Ben and seeing what he thinks and seeing if I'm just completely wrong on the topic. Um, but if I unfortunately reach that five-minute mark, you will hear our friend Wilhelm cut me off. <laughs> all right. So, Wilhelm, thank you very much, as an example you just heard, will make sure to let us know when we've reached that five minutes so we don't waste your time and we are effective in our way of communicating our film choices to you. So before we begin, Ben, do you have any opening remarks you'd like to share? Anything that you think I glossed over that would be important for them to know at home? Uh, No, I think... Uh, we've covered everything. I'm excited to get into the films. Okay. Well, with that being said, I'll start us off. So, Wilhelm, if you will start your timer... Ah! (laughs) And I'm off. Okay. So, the first film I chose is actually streaming on both services that I mentioned beforehand, Canopy and Hoopla. It's called Hunt for the Wilder People. came out in 2016. It is rated rated PG-13 and is written and directed by Taika Waititi. At the time, that is not a very common name for many people to know, but as he's produced more and more things, you might know him from his works of Thor Ragnarok, Jojo Rabbit, What We Do in the Shadows. He's becoming much more of a household name. Um, before I move on, Ben, have you seen many of these Taika Waititi films? Oh, yes. Big yes. fan. Oh, he's hilarious. He, he's great. He's dry humor. Um, his movies, you know, they're even though they're not always about children, they're just... I, I always think of them as, like, dry, intelligent, kind of, like, children humor at times. Like, it's just very... I don't know. He, you can tell he kind of sees himself as a child, especially in this movie, but I'll, I'll bring that up here in a little bit. So um, the uh, film Hunt for the Wilder People is starring Sam Neill that you might know from uh, Jurassic Park films. He plays Dr. Ian Grant. And a young, I believe it was his debut, Julian Dennison plays the young boy Ricky. So you have Sam Neill as the character Heck, uh, or Hector as his full name. 
and Julian Dennison as Ricky, this young young boy that Heck and uh, their lives kind of intertwined, based off the book The Wild Pork and Watercress by Barry Crump. So real quick before we get into the conversation um, and, and time in mind again, I do want to give you a synopsis to let you know what this film is about. So Bella, Bella and Hector, Bella is uh, Hector's wife. Bella and Hector, two reclusive country folk, beca- become foster parents to Ricky, a problem child from the city. After some adjustment, things go reasonably well. However, the death of Bella means Hector now has to look after Ricky, and they don't get along very well. Moreover, her death causes child services to to send Ricky back to the orphanage. Ricky refuses to go and runs away, ultimately sparking a national manhunt for him and Hector. So in that synopsis, Ben, how, how quickly does that go from zero to 10 for you? Very quickly. Very quickly. And it's, it, that's exactly how it is in the movie. Um, I go, you know, breaking away from and the, just the topical things about this, but just, just my own opinion of this film. I think it's hilarious. Uh, this film is ridiculous and you can tell from that synopsis, but that alone, um, my mind immediately goes to the ridiculousness of the scene when he's trying to stage uh, Ricky, the young boy is trying to stage his own death. And so he, he uh, makes this little like makeshift Ricky with a jacket on and lights it on fire. But he thinks that he can fool everybody. So he puts like a plate with a smiley face on it for his face that doesn't burn up in the fire. But in his mind that like, <laughs> that like tells people that he, Oh no, like Ricky was in this fire. Ricky was lost. Um, it's just, it's, it's, it's absurd. The whole movie's absurd. It's dry humor. Um, but I absolutely, I absolutely love this film. I'm very dear to my heart. Um, and so you've seen this film, correct? Yes. So w- was there anything that you uh, remember about watching, um, perhaps in your first couple times you've seen it? Um, I know you're big into music. The score for the film is fantastic as well. Yeah, it's it's just kind of like very much a Taika Waititi film. It's lovely. It's got that kind of wonderment and like doesn't take itself too seriously, but still has like an emotional core to it. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and I would say that's, I mean, even for a Marvel movie, like I would say Thor Ragnarok, like Taika Waititi's other movies um, are are very grounded in that too. They're, they're very, they're very much about, especially this film about kind of like a pseudo family of, of Ricky, who's this young um, kind of city boy who's into, you know, rap and hip hop, um, has a poetic side to him, but he's kind of this tough exterior where he meets Heck, Sam Neill's character, who is this like huntsman out in the New Zealand, you know, wilderness. Um, they're just completely opposite. Um, and, and, you know, of course, you can see those those conversations start to arise, them being ridiculous to each other and, and not understanding each other. But by the end of the film, um, they're a perfect pairing. And I think that really falls upon performances, though, too. Um, I think both of them did fantastic. Um, I and, and supporting cast too. I think the whole film is absolutely amazing. There, um, even even the smaller characters. Uh, there, there's one character my mind goes to. A policeman is talking about once uh, Ricky and Heck have run away together. His Heck goes after Ricky. Um, once they've run away, there's a police officer giving like a speech to the news, and he says they're wanted, dead or alive. Um, and then without like missing a beat, he kind of like turns his head like somebody is trying to get his attention. And then he goes back and he goes, oh, no, uh, we want them alive. Like it's just immediate. It's the kind of idea. It's like they these characters, even the side characters aren't even the stars. Their performances are great. But also it's just this Taika Waititi of this character taking themselves so seriously. But they're so ridiculous that it's just humorous as a result. Um, I absolutely adore this film. I, I would highly recommend it to Anyone uh, that is a fan of obviously Taika Waititi films, but also my mind. Goes, my, my, oh no, I uh, Wilhelm is Time's coming up. up. Yeah, my time is up. 
I'll, I'll end it with this. I'd recommend it to anybody who likes Wes Anderson films, um, like Moonrise Kingdom or Royal Tenenbaums or Taiki Watiti films, but you should check out Hunt for the Wilder People on Canopy and Hoopla. Wilhelm, thank you for doing your job. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. All right. All right, and we are going to take a moment now to stop and share some pioneer information. Uh, this could be regarding our programming in the upcoming future, as well as just general information that we feel you should know. Thank you very much. All right, and it is strange to hear my voice and then bring me back into this show, but thank you again so much for joining us for this five-minute film finder. So we have made it through half, the halfway point. We have done my film, The Hunt for the Wilder People, and now we move on to my colleague, Ben. Ben, what do you have for us today for your five-minute film finder as we have Wilhelm reset the clock? So today I will be talking about Hearts Beat Loud. This is a wonderful little... Uh, indie movie that came out in 2018. It was directed by Brett Haley, also written by Brett Haley and Mark Bash. Um, it stars Nick Offerman, Kiersey Clemens, Blythe Danner, and more. Um, Brett, the basic synopsis of this movie is Nick Offerman plays a kind of aging hipster. He owns a record store in Brooklyn, uh, and he has a daughter who is also just getting out of high school and looking at college. Um, the, the movie kind of centers around transitions in life. Uh, Nick's character, Frank, is uh, uh, he's run this record store for 20 years, and he's actually just decided to shut it down. So it's a big transition in his life, and his daughter is just deciding to go to college. So a big transition for her. And it's about kind of dealing with family dynamics and transitioning. And there's a lot of uh, kind of deep, interesting things going on there. But the biggest focus of the movie is the relationship to music that the father and daughter share. Mm. They've, they've got a tradition that they have jam sessions, and they've been doing it for their whole life. Oh, and fun. so whenever it's time for jam session, you got to do the jam session. Mm. And the film follows them. They have a jam session. The daughter brings a song to the jam session that they just decide is just wonderful. And Frank decides to uh, secretly upload it to Spotify. And uh, it becomes a, like mini hit in the day of streaming it gets on a spotify playlist oh very cool and it follows them kind of navigating how they interact with that the daughter doesn't want to be a, a musician she doesn't want to follow the life that her father did she wants to she wants to be a doctor she wants to go to college and kind of navigating that and like how, how you interact with your family when going through a big transition. Sure. Well, and, and I wanted to mention, too, so um, when you first brought this film up to me, uh, Nick Offerman is great. Um, obviously, he's known for things like Parks and Rec, um, you know, being Ron Swanson, but it's like I, I found that Nick Offerman really invests himself into these, like, lesser-known indie films, um, and he's just great. I mean, he's just excellent. Um, and talk about just even physicality like a father figure. I mean, he I mean, just looks like a dad. You know? Truly, yeah. But, whether or not he is a dad. Um, but what, what are, like, a relevant movie for our time? I mean, literally, I mean, you take things... Is In the film, is it referred to, like, do they say Spotify? Yes, yeah. It's it's a... he. They made it on the new indie playlist on Spotify. Okay, yeah, there you go. So it's like, I mean, it's in a way, it's kind of time-stamping itself. But Truly. I mean, like that's such an accessible way to just kind of, you know, bring you into their reality. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So um, 
is is the music itself in the film since it is a music oriented film is it is music fantastic as well as scoring the yeah so they've got lots of great uh songs that they've got going on in the background but also the songs that are written for the film are really wonderful as well um and they are actually performed by the actors and they cast wonderfully for this like even Nick Offerman, who is not like known as a musician, like gives some like really moving performances, uh, playing a song that in the movie he has written for his wife. Uh, it's just really lovely. And I'm I'm such a sap for actors performing, <laughs> like yeah. the music live. Um, my mind always goes to like Inside Lewin Davis. Um, if Absolutely, you've seen yeah. that film. Um, I'm a big sucker for that. So that's that's excellent to hear that Nick Offerman um, just knocks it out of the park. And, and I'm sure the supporting cast as well. Truly, yeah. It's a and it's a really wonderful uh, cast. Um, it's got um, let's see, Ted Danson plays uh, Frank's uh, like kind of best friend and confidant. He owns a dive bar in Brooklyn that he frequents and kind of is like his uh, sage counselor on navigating kind of the spot he's at in his life. And it's just wonderful as like a like nice little cameo of Ted Danson in there. Sure. Always welcome a Ted Danson cameo. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> and Tony Collette also plays the love interest oh, uh, yeah. in there. And she's obviously a wonderful actress. And oh, she, yeah. she really kind of is a pivotal part to the story. Sure. I, I had no idea they were both in that. Yeah. But I mean, that alone. I mean, yeah. you're right. That's a powerhouse. <laughs> that's awesome. Okay. Well, cool. I think that's an excellent. So if you were to advise, suggest this to people, are there any certain movies that you link this to in your mind that if you li- if you liked this, you might like hearts be loud so if you if you like music movies like this isn't a particularly funny movie it's got it's like warm and like funny moments but it is definitely more of a drama but the music is really wonderful and uplifting and Mm -hmm. uh so like if you like scott pilgrim um it's like a non-comedy version of scott pilgrim (laughs) um if you like film uh like uh music documentaries uh it's just really great if you are a musician it it really hits close to home um the feeling of being an aging musician and kind of pondering your place in the world is very interesting and present in the film sure absolutely well good deal all right well we have our first successful episode of the five minute film finder we want to thank you guys so much for joining us and spending your time uh, we tried to keep it clear and concise uh, but also suggest um, films that we we quite enjoyed and we think that you would enjoy as well so again check these films out on canopy and hoopla both are free services offered with your library card um, and you can find any information you are requesting either by reaching out to us at pioneer library system or liking and sharing and subscribing to this content we want to thank you again for your time and we look forward to seeing you in the future thanks so much guys Thank you.